we're gonna make this one short and sweet. I'm your Dungeon Master Cameron, and this is the next episode of Story Coast Coast to Coast. Uh, in the last episode, the the team got back together and they started trying to break out of the uh, weird little jail thing that the uh, League of Villains had uh, gotten them in. And uh, now that story is continuing, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and uh, well, we'll talk after the show. Yeah. goes dark hmm do any of you have dark vision i don't believe you do um i think everybody except for wag does because do you have, Wig, the, you have the eyes are too act- small on the halflings right but do you have actual dark vision i think we have low Let light vision check. not dark vision silverleaf has dark vision okay so silverleaf you can see um, um and uh kylie do you have dark vision um yeah i got dark vision um i can only i've got like um it, it's like, um, you know how night vision goggles look? How they're all mm-hmm. green? It's mm-hmm. like that, but it's only in red. Okay. Because so the, you... the fire genasi. Oh, cool. yeah, absolutely. So you can see it. You can now see this creature. Uh, that, uh, it, But it's all glowing in red. But Wag, you are completely. Yeah. Yeah, Wag. <laughs> Wag just says, oh, hell. <laughs> um, and... Uh, it's okay. Do, 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 the do, do, shovel do. is big and glowing. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta glowing go. But, shovel. but that's the thing. So Wag, you would think that that glowing shovel would cast some light. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Yeah, I, I actually just went and checked spiritual weapons description to see if it has any sort of magical, like good good guy light powers, <laughs> and uh, you know it doesn't. It <laughs> no. it, uh, it doesn't do that. So. <laughs> So Wag's and... uh... <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Just Wag's uh, Wag's flying blind. So this thing then uh, makes its way around the room, kind of around the corner of the room, or uh, around the uh, not corner, but uh, around the edge of the room, and is now kind of behind Silverleaf. Where you push Silverleaf behind you, it has moved around the room in a kind of circular motion to get closer to him, though it is not in melee range. Circling back around to um, to Tess, uh, Tess, are you are you stealthily moving through the forest, or are you and uh, Gilbert just tromping your way on through? I think we're probably just tromping our way on through. Like, I don't know. I don't think Gilbert's Gollum is capable of being stealthy, so I've mm-hmm. just kind of abandoned the idea. Yeah, I probably should have made up a character sheet for Gilbert. <laughs> I'll do that in the future. Um, <laughs> Or, um, can you give me a perception check real quick? Sure thing. Uh, I am not competent. <laughs> That's a 13. Okay, well, uh, more competent than what I got. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you can see, so you and, and Gilbert are bump, 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 you're tromping through through the thing. He's he's kind of in front of you a little bit, clearing out the pathway. Um, you know, I, I think that Gilbert, in my mind, kind of moves in big, broad motions, right? You know, he's, he's, he's a golem, uh, doing golem stuff. And you can see, you know, kind of uh, peeking around him through the underbrush, you can see um, a big bear-like creature and a glowing archer kind of standing uh, near some elven ruins. Uh, what do you, you want to do here? 
So do I recognize who this like bear bear man is? Nope, okay. not at all. I fair enough. Um, <laughs> do I have any reason to think they're threatening? They, I mean, they. Uh, so, so yeah. The the you know that the uh, glowing kind of dude, the archer, is an archer because he has a bow knocked and ready to fire. You know, he's ready to draw and fire. Um, and they both clearly are like looking out into the underbrush. They are doing some active perceiving. They are investigating right now. They are rolling. Mm-hmm. Well, they rolled. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're like in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull out my own bow. Um, okay. And actually, like, call out to them and just mm-hmm. be like, careful with your shots, fellow hunter out here. Have you seen... I've been tracking this deer. Have you seen it? Um, mm-hmm. And just kind of like go down that route of like, don't shoot your fellow hunters. I don't have an orange vest on. I'm sorry. Gotcha. And so, so uh, staying out of sight while you're doing it. Uh, yeah. No. Like, I don't think I'm gonna like walk out into the open. Just gonna like call that out preemptively. Um, yeah. Well, I guess what I'm asking is, is this a, are you doing this with the, uh, in order to test their reaction or are you doing this in order to like, uh, bluff your way into a situation? That's, that's really what I'm asking. Oh, um, I initially was going to like test the reaction, see how, like Hmm. what, what they did. And then like, depending on what I saw kind of shortly walk out afterwards. Got it. Um, so you make that call out, the, the same one that you just said, and uh, the uh, archer turns toward you. I mean, they both turn toward you, but the archer turns and fires immediately. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, what is, uh, you know, I'm going to do it with disadvantage because I think that they literally cannot see you. Uh, okay. Your AC is like above 13, right? Yes. Okay. So fires out. And in fact, uh, so it, it, the arrow, so it fires an arrow at you. The arrow is coming right in between your eyes. Like it's coming right for you. You can see it almost in slow motion. And uh, Gilbert actually reaches out and snatches it out of the air and crushes it in his golem hand. <laughs> um, and uh, the Ursine bear, or I'm sorry, Ursine bear, <laughs> the bear creature uh, who uh, we know, uh, dear listener, we know as the Ursine man. <laughs> Um, uh, actually kind of goes down almost on all fours and scuttles out into the, uh, into the underbrush somewhere over to your left. Hmm. Um. Okay. Let's, let's have you think about that. Let's scoot on over to Weg. You're mm-hmm. in the dark, buddy. Yeah. Um. Uh, so. Uh, does Weg have any sort of like immediate idea as to whether or not like is it, here's what I want to find out is it actually mm-hmm. dark in here or have I been like magically befuddled so that I can't see anything um you you don't know you do know that you can't see uh you can't see the glowing thing in front of you right so it's not just like the lights went out right it's not that the torches went out or something like that okay um 
you don't know if you have been, I mean, I guess what you're asking, like, have I been blinded versus is it magically dark? Is, right. I think how Wegg would think of it. You don't know, but for you, as you know, as far as it matters, those are the same thing. Right. Um, okay. I was just thinking, cause like, if it's, cause if it's just, if it's just magically dark in this room now, Wegg can cast daylight to, uh, try and take care of that. But mm-hmm. if like, I've been, if I've been bewitched by this, Bandersnatch. What'd you call it? I didn't call it anything. I've, I've, I thought you used its real name earlier. Hydroloft uh, or something. Hi, right? Hydro. Oh, Hy- I might have said that. Did I say Hydroloft? I think you did. Um, <laughs> well, you did. I think you did last session anyway. Oh, okay. Um, some kind of neutral evil. Well, thing. no, because um, wait, one of us knew what it was. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Well, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like. There's something about. Uh, I'm sorry for not remembering. There's something about like they happen in the river of like the river sticks is that oh you know what i think i might have told you this after we played actually oh okay maybe <laughs> yeah, i cast anyway. legend lore uh, uh maybe anyway <laughs> so yeah there's a creature in front of you wag you probably don't know anyway um the uh and and yeah so you're you're not 100 percent sure there wag one way or the other you can okay. take a gamble i think okay um that would would that be my whole turn if i cast daylight you could move I can move also. Mm-hmm. Um, Weg's gonna go. Weg's gonna do that. Weg's gonna cast daylight okay. because um, he like feels like that's probably a better idea than just blindly swinging with uh, his giant spectral shovel. Um, yeah, almost certainly. That's yeah. True. <laughs> um, uh, okay. I mean, like, so, halfling ears are, are pretty good. I don't think that I could probably, like, hear where this thing is and accurately aim my shovel at it. Okay, so um, you are choosing a point on an object you're holding mm-hmm. um, or one that isn't carried in order to project daylight out of. So uh, what are you projecting your daylight out of? Uh, Well, since I can't see anything, I'm just kind of, like, gesturing at the ceiling and just... uh. Just sending it over that way. Okay. So just at like a 45 degree angle from, from where I'm standing. Just up. <laughs> okay. So uh, you, Silverleaf, you and uh, and Kylie, you see a light bloom in this room. <sighs> Huge. And, and as the darkness is being destroyed slash dispelled slash eliminated in this room, you can see um, Wegg standing almost like Freddie Mercury style on the <laughs> ceiling uh, with his, his legs spread real wide, mm-hmm. uh, doing a power stance, uh, shooting daylight into the air. And Wegg, now you can see everything. You can see, thankfully, that this creature has moved around the room um, and is no longer like two feet in front of you. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to move to where Kylie and Silverleaf are. Okay, so you kind of scooch over about 10 feet or so, and you're all there now. Kylie, you're in, still holding the defensive position. Silverleaf, what do you want to do here? I'm going to cast Banishment Okay. on the creature. Okay. What's that look like? Um, What does it look like, or do you want mm-hmm. the rules for it? No, I want. I know the rules. What does it look like? Um, I, I get uh, it's a high-level spell, so it requires uh, two of the bone wands. I get two of them out. I do like a kind of traffic direction thing and I make a big X and like forcefully present my X at the the creature 
to mm-hmm. send it to another plane of existence. Back to all its of Silverleaf's partners past appear in ghost form uh, here to do it. The uh, uh, the his, his childhood sweetheart appears and says, <gasps> "Go back to where you're from." Um, the uh, uh, what what are other uh, uh, romantic interests that uh, that Silverleaf has had in the past? No, I just I thought that would be funny for all of your exes to appear. Oh my exes! <laughs> yeah, you get it. <laughs> and they oh, would they would all banish it. Okay. Do you think? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, all of Silverleaf's uh, exes or people that have dumped him <laughs> come appear. Uh, in in sort of like spectral format or form, and you can hear the sounds of, uh, you know, just like ghostly wailing of like uh, it's not me, it's you, and I just need to work <laughs> on myself, and like all of the things <laughs> that have like all of the statements that have like banished Silverleaf from their life float wafting on the wind, uh, and this this uh, this creature just can't can't take it, and it remembers all the times that. It's been dumped by, uh, oh, no. by you know, uh, by ice devils and, and uh, you know, cre- other 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 lower plane demon you know creatures with uh, incompatible alignments, um, <laughs> and it just can't take it, and it goes. Hopefully, if it fails, it's uh, it's DC sixteen charisma save. It absolutely does fail that DC sixteen charisma save. <laughs> And yes, it, 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 it remembers the one time when it was in the river sticks, mucking around in the sludge and the dirt and draining memories from uh, the unfortunate souls who have ended up in the first plane of, in Avernus in the first plane of hell. And it, it's scooting around and it's dragging itself along on its belly and it goes in for a very romantic smooch from another creature who is literally at that moment drinking the memories from a uh, a minotaur and uh that the 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 creature says no it, you know obviously in uh in abyssal or whatever the hell they speak and uh, it says no this is my minotaur and that memory is so powerful and terrible and, and d- disappointing that it just like you were saying disappears back from where it came from. It'd be infernal, okay, not right? safe. Silverleaf sits infernal, down yeah. and cross-legged and just sits there and concentrates for, for one minute, if I have the time. Mm-hmm, you do. And then that that spell is permanent. That thing is gone. Wow. It's back in the river sticks again. Kylie is super confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Now, where <laughs> did they... Ban- invisible. As as a, as a spell of, of banishment, where did uh, why does Silverleaf know the spell? I mean, how's this been used in the past by other people from the Ice Elves? Hmm. I think that this is actually something that came up when we were doing the like barrier episode. Mm-hmm. Because like you, I don't I don't remember the specifics, but I think it was something like that you all gathered around on ships chanting at like specific like mm. abyssal like fish that came to like your shores um god it has been way too long since we 
did this episode. Mm. Yeah, but this is a great. <laughs> this is a great. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you're referring to, but I'll sure as hell riff on it. Uh, <laughs> which is to say that yeah, uh, Silverleaf's Lake uh, was once invaded by uh, like a, a, a certain kind of you know planar muscle invasive mm-hmm. species <laughs> taking over everything killing all the fish um and you know yeah all of the elves had to do this this ritual to like restore the ecological ecological balance in their lake so that they could, t- could continue to 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 subsist um but yeah things things known to known to upset the balance up north and mm-hmm. uh, silverleaf's got a uh you know yeah there there's there's some uh, there's some cultural knowledge about that right like that uh mm-hmm. In a uh, in a world without druids, everyone has to be responsible for that. So, Tess, uh, you are in the woods, and you can hear somewhere over to your left. You can hear uh, the uh, that this bear creature running around. You can't quite see where it is, um, and you can see the spectral um, uh, archer in front of you. Um, who and it's still it's clearly like looking and scanning through the trees to see where you are. What are you going to do? Um, can I make a sneak attack against the archer with, like, my own bow? I don't think... Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it knows that there's someone there, but it can't see you, so sure. Okay. Um. You looking up your uh, rules for sneak attack? No, no, I was, I was rolling... Uh, to hit. I was just looking at what my plus to hit with gotcha. my bow was. Gotcha. Um, that is a fifteen. Okay. Um, and that uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, um, what uh? So what's your damage there? Yeah. Good question. This is the best part of D and D, by the way. It's so good. Obviously. Um, Thirty. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you say 30 yes wow Oof. okay this so sneak uh, attack is plus 5d6 damage yeah okay cool <laughs> holy shit <laughs> that's so, so much y'all are high level yeah <laughs> most uh, to, to give some context both to if if you are someone who is listening and you don't play D and and uh, you know i don't think anyone here for the most part no one here has played like this high level of D um this is kind of the point where D&D begins to break down <laughs> as a system <laughs> um, because, yeah, you were just outputting like a huge amount of, of damage and things like that. And so uh, luckily for us, the way that we play this game is uh, we care very little about this part and we care a lot more about all the other parts where, where cool abilities like banishment come into play. Um, but um, you say that, Cameron. We got wrecked last episode. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> but they're also big and strong too. So... Um, uh, but yeah, so you fire an arrow. You have a short bow, I think, right? Yep. So you kind of pull that short bow back and you kind of crouch and, and maybe you even like rest your left arm on, uh, on Gilbert. He like puts his, his arm out for you so you can really get stability on it and you bang. And, uh, the archer is actually like scanning a little bit over to the side. It's not looking directly at you and you are able to hit it. It's kind of square in the neck. Um, and the arrow hits and makes a flash. And it is, it kind of disintegrates, uh, but clearly it still hurts a lot. I mean, 
this this glowing archer uh, probably there's something going on. You know, it's not either not human or not quite of this plane or something like that. Um, but whatever attack you just did certainly crossed the barrier uh, and and hurt it pretty bad. You can hear the um, it, it kind of reaches up and, and touches, and you can see actually crackles of energy emanating out across its body from that that point in the neck where it hit them or, or where you hit it. Um, Gilbert is kind of standing there uh, defensively, kind of looking over where you can hear uh, the bear running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all in the uh, jail, what are you doing? Uh, Weg uh, says to... Weg remembers the look that Silverleaf gave him mm-hmm. when he was uh, pretending to leave with the, the bad guys mm-hmm. um, and, said, and said, Silverleaf, friend. And, he, and like... Kind of like, as as much as Wegg can crouch next to someone but still be looking up at them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he says, you know I didn't mean any of that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> are are yeah, you of sure? Course. No, I, 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 uh, the, yeah. Well, okay, just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. You no guys, problem, uh, buddy. You're, you're my you're... friend again? That's great. I'm no, well, I mean, I was always your friend. Like, uh, oh, oh, okay, yeah. You know, right. it was it was part of the <laughs> bit. We had to we had to convince them, right, that I was um, the wet wet dirt boy. Um. Anyway, we should probably go. I feel like Silverleaf was just convinced that you were wet dirt boy <laughs> <laughs> for the duration. Yeah, oh no, that's I, not true because I let you out of the big bell. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I like it, was, the, it was a ruse. We were. I we like were, the idea we that, a, that Silverleaf that Silverleaf believes that <laughs> that maybe Wegg did betray you and just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, it's fine. Um, okay. Cool. So, what are y'all doing, Kylie? What are y'all leaving? What are you doing? Um. So, are there other tunnels like going off from that main room? Uh, you're in the prison room, and there's one tunnel leaving out of this room. Yeah, I figured... I, no, I, sorry. I, this is a question towards Wegg. Oh. Are, uh, yeah, are there other... Like, Kylie asked Wegg about, like, the, the geography of this place. There are other tunnels, but I don't know where they lead. I can take us to the main door out the front, but that's also where our bad guys went. Yeah, I mean, um, the reason, whole reason we came here was to investigate, right? So maybe we should do some investigating... Hmm. Um, as you're having this conversation, you actually hear, um, you know, from down the tunnel leg that you came from, uh, you hear uh, someone go, ah! Oh, with actually like a ghostly echo. So it's like, ah! <laughs> Has a lot of reverb on it. Um, yeah, it's got a huge I do have a question, and this is sort of a out of character question. I don't, mm-hmm. what is our objective? We were trying to, we were trying to find out who was ambushing and releasing prisoners from this prison transfer trail. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, okay. We should yeah. probably oh. try and go capture. We should probably go try and capture the guys. Yeah. I want to go find like their, well, I guess capture is one thing. Um, I think, yeah, I guess we want to like find like the, the, the main office or I don't know, like yeah. where's the, where's like the study that has all of like the, the, the dastardly books. plan, like lovingly crafted in on parchment and with like 
beautiful calligraphy. So uh, in the room that Wegg came from, there was a you know a desk with a pin board behind it with That's a bunch of newspaper <laughs> clippings and a map and yeah, absolutely. So there's one of those in there. Okay. That's yeah. Let's let's exit this room, and as soon as Silverleaf sees that, he's like, "That's quick." Somebody cool. read this for me. <laughs> so Silverleaf is capable of reading it himself. Thank you. He just doesn't. It's beneath him. Like why? <laughs> um, so you make your uh, the three of you go into that room. You see it. Silverleaf gets very excited, and right when you get there, Silverleaf, you can hear outside um, a terrible animals roar oh man uh tess you are you have let off the arrow it's hit the kind of spectral archer in front of you uh it you see those energy uh you know uh, tendrils crackling through its body and from your left out of the underbrush comes a large like nine foot tall bear man um and he's he's like kind of running on all fours and he leaps out at you. Um, Gilbert bear, is there. Robot wrestling. Bear robot wrestling. <laughs> so Gilbert actually does try to uh, intercept the bear man as it's coming for you, and he uh, doesn't quite have a, a good handle. He's great at roller skating, but terrible at wrestling. Damn it. And so, uh, so misses the tackle, as it were. And so, what's your armor class? Fifteen. The bear somehow misses you um, and uh, swings and kind of runs past you a little bit, but lets out this horrifying, massive, intimidating roar. Roar. Um, And uh, what do you do? Uh, I want to, like, get away from this bear. Um, I, I think, like, my cover is blown insofar as the archer knows where i am so i don't think there's Mm -hmm. much point in like hiding so uh i think i'm actually going to (sighs) i think i'm gonna go like get up in the archer's business um okay because they seem scary with a bow so you, are you going to do like a full round run and get like in melee distance or yeah. you want to, cause I, cause basically I think you're about 60 feet away, something like that. Yeah, no, I, I just want to like charge at him. Okay, great. So you do that. Gilbert stays right behind you. Um, and so you both kind of run up and you get in the archer, uh, within melee distance and the archer kind of drops its, uh, its bow and pulls out a short sword. Uh, and it, you know, still continuing to crackle from energy that's kind of leaking out of its neck or something like that, but it's still got a lot of fight in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Relief, Kylie, and Wegg, you hear this noise, and you hear um, the someone outside go, uh, all right, 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 have at you, 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 you. It sounds like trouble. Oh. Should we go? Should we deal with that first? Yes. Who's I, out there? Is that our captor's wig? Yes, that's uh the. Do I know their names? I never asked their names, did I? Uh, I um, think you do know their names. I did. Okay, that's the Ursine Man and the Spectral Archer. Wait, those aren't Spectral names. Assassin. Those are just descriptions. No, that's their names. I thought. You, we yeah, didn't I thought know those that were already. Like, I mean, I thought the... Wet Dirt Boy is just a description. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I know, but like. <laughs> 
You, you wouldn't... Uh, Jinx. Blake going, do I know their names? Oh, yeah. And then just saying exactly what they look like. <laughs> like Kyle would be like, wait, that's not their names. <laughs> James, I need you yes. to understand. The Manticore Rogue Gallery is not clever with their naming schemes. <laughs> it's all no, very... Need to be able- they have to be able to differentiate themselves in the meeting very quickly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so it's the Ursine Man and the Spectral Assassin. Spectral, assa- spectral Assassin. Yes. Yes, that's them. I'd recognize them anywhere. <laughs> I'd recognize their, their growls and their yelling anywhere. Okay. I'd recognize that spring, that tight spring reverb anywhere. <laughs> Let's take care of that and then we'll have as much time as we want to rifle through their desks. That sounds yeah, great. I- I think Kylie would would um, grab some as many of like the big prominent papers as he could see on like on top of the desk, shove them in the bag, and then run out. Come back. Well, I think Kylie might be preparing for the eventuality if you don't get to come back. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That seems to okay. Okay. So uh, you run out. Uh, you you all kind of uh, um, tumble out of the door. You At throw it wide. At the same time, yeah, we just, <laughs> we go through every door. We just like <laughs> clawing yeah. over each other to, to get out. Yeah, you uh, you uh, Looney Tunes your way out the door, and uh, you can see um, Tess out there. Um, uh, kind of got some foliage on her a little bit from from tromping through the thing. You see, of course, the Gilbert Golem. Uh, Gilbert and uh, they are locked in combat with uh, this the the spectral assassin, this kind of spectral looking archer, hot on their heels. Uh, uh, about you know thirty feet away, you can see the Ursine Man running up behind them on all fours. Tess, Gilbert, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we never. <laughs> Wegg yells to Gilbert, "We never wanted this life for you." <laughs> You were supposed to get uh, an education. <laughs> you were the best of us. You can't tell me what to do, Dad. <laughs> no. I'm my own man. A single tear Ish. rolls down uh, Wake's cheek. But not very far innocent. because of all the dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Relief, it seems like you're contemplating an action. What would you like to do once you scoot um, out this I, I have a scroll of telekinesis. <laughs> okay. And I want to use it... Um, on the on the on the Ursine man to mm-hmm. lift the Ursine man into the air. Just straight up? Yeah, just straight up so that uh there you know, so that the Ursine man is uh, you know, kind of floating like five feet away from everything and flailing. Um mm, okay. you know, and unable to move, right? Describe it to me. Um so I, I pull out the scroll and I unravel it and I start um you know Humming and uh, doing all of the dance moves that are on the scroll, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, a uh, as I do that, like a big uh, gigantic spectral hand uh, starts to 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 sort of uh, take shape in the in the air um, out of like you know like wisps of mist and and uh, you know stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. it. Um, it goes over and like does a little pinch motion on the uh, the the nape of the the Ursine man's neck and 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 uh, lifts him into the air. 
Uh, okay, the Ursine man is now like flailing around in the sky, growling and, and screaming and hollering and feeling extremely embarrassed um, <laughs> and having a bad time of it. Um, all right, so uh, Kylie and uh, and Wegg and Tess, what do you want to do about uh, the spectral assassin right in front of you? Um, I mean, I, I think that... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Tess. No, go ahead. Um... My natural instinct is because it's spectral. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think Kylie has a vague understanding of, you know, the classic ghost rule mm-hmm. that you need, like, magic. Okay. Um, so then I think I would um, cast, uh, use my ghostly or um, skeletal evil hand mm-hmm. um, to reach out the Arms of Hatter spell. Okay. Um, what does that do? Um, Hatter, the dark hunger. Okay. What does that do? What's the roll I have to make here? Um, tendrils of dark energy erupt from my arm um, and batter. Um, oh, whoops. Maybe I should have read this first, but too late now. Batter <laughs> all creatures within 10 feet of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Each creature in the area must make a strength saving throw. Okay, so uh, Tess and uh, Wegg and Silverleaf, would you all please make a strength saving throw? I will do that. It was instinctive to reach out with my dark tendrils. I, I didn't <laughs> consider collateral damage. Okay, what's what's I, the uh, what's the saving throw they need to make, or what's the number? Um, it, it's a strength saving throw, and uh, the DC is fifteen. Yeah, I okay. made it. I got a nineteen. I got an eighteen. Go team. Uh, I got a four. Silverleaf loses his concentration, and the, uh, the telekinesis oh, no. spell drops the Ursine man back into the, oh, into the fray. No. Damn it. This was poorly conceived. <laughs> okay, well, uh, the uh, the Spectral Assassin also made a saving throw, so uh, roll okay, that damage those for of me. You, those of you who succeeded take on your saving throws take three damage. Okay. <laughs> if you failed, you take five damage, and um, you can't take reactions. Jeez. Okay. okay. So, so uh, that this this ghostly or you know evil arm of Kylie's, this bone black bone arm, whips out and bl- black tendrils of energy are just whipping around, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, they smash Silverleaf right in the back of the noggin, uh, loses concentration as you just said, and the Ursine man falls back to the ground and and. Um, is going to start running at you again. The spectral uh, assassin takes a little bit of damage and uh, <laughs> whips around, turns around, and uh, uh, Kylie, what's your AC? Um, let me see. Uh, as we were talking about how, you know, at these high levels, dam- like effects are more important than damage, that was literally no damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sometimes my... when you cast a level one spell, uh, it doesn't do a whole lot of stuff at, at level ten. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, um, my uh, my armor class is seventeen. Okay, uh, you get stabbed. Oh no! <laughs> um, and you take sixteen damage. Mm. Spectral assassin whips out so mad about the arms of Hatter uh, hitting him uh, weakly in the back, and just puts a knife or a short sword right in between your ribs, uh, and uh, you take sixteen damage. Um, uh, Weg, what are you? I think we're on Weg here. Weg, what are you doing here? We are. Uh, this thing is definitely 
the spectral assassin is definitely like within 10 feet of all of us yeah. right you're in, in melee distance in okay melee distance at this point okay mm-hmm. uh i'm just keeping that in mind because a lot of my more powerful spells are area of effect spells mm-hmm. uh where i don't get to make allies immune so i want to <laughs> i want to be real careful with that mm-hmm. um let's see i will um if someone else has an ability that they can do or a turn that they yeah, want like to do, make. Yeah, let's resolve Tess's turn. So, yeah. Tess, uh, what, do you, what do you want to do here? Uh, I wanted to get into a sword fight with the, the Spectral Assassin. Um, okay. Because I am not a wizard. I don't have <laughs> magic. <laughs> okay. Wait, listen, none of us are wizards. <laughs> All of you are wizards. Kill us, we were wizards. <laughs> yeah, as far as Tess knows, everyone is a wizard. <laughs> uh, are you... Uh, uh, okay, give me a damage roll or uh, an attack roll. No attack roll. No, you can give me an attack roll. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me that attack roll. I rolled a natural one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I dropped my sword. I'm like... <laughs> uh, no, you don't have to drop your sword, but Tess is bamboozled by the floating and then now non-floating bear behind her and uh, just kind of forgets to do anything this turn. Weg, have you read your spell description? Yeah, Weg, uh, Weg read the spell and... Um, <clears throat> even though this isn't technically how the spell works mm-hmm. uh, or the previous spell works, Wegg's spectral weapon has been following him this whole time. Yeah. Uh, and and Wegg looks at it and says, we're going to need a bigger shovel. <gasps> and he casts Holy Weapon. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Sorry. That's great. I love that. You're just like, I can cast Spectral Weapon at a higher level. <laughs> Or I'm going to cast this different spell, which is very similar, right? <laughs> got to have two spells. Yeah. Um, I can't be yeah. a, I can't be a spell repeater in the, in the same, in the same combat. Um, this is divine spell casting at its finest. It is. Game. So like, yeah, let's have another spell as opposed to just like making the higher level version, the mm-hmm. better version of it, just like what wizards would do. So anyway, mm-hmm. go ahead. So Wegg holds up his uh, holy implement, his trusty mm-hmm. shovel, and the spectral shovel that's been following them, uh, like, gets sucked back into it. And a uh, bright light in a 30-foot radius and a dim light for an additional 30 feet shines out of Wegg's holy implement. Okay. Um, uh, and having done so, Wegg has imbued a weapon that he touches with holy power. Uh, weapon attacks made with it with this weapon deal an extra 2d8 radiant damage on hit uh if the weapon isn't already a magic weapon it becomes one for the duration uh and i also have a bonus action that i can take later uh if i want to hit that ghost man yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna brain this ghost with my big shovel okay i I think that technically would happen next turn but i think i'm just gonna you should do that okay attack roll (laughs) Um, oh, yeah, that would be my whole turn, wouldn't it? So I wouldn't be able to also make an attack roll this time. I think that's fine. Is I that think okay? You roll, I think you should make an attack roll. Yeah. Okay. It's a seven. Why don't you make it with advantage because you have so much holy power behind it? Why don't you roll that? <laughs> it's an eight. <laughs> Wait, do I, do I get a... Do I get like a... Um, if I'm swinging, attack bonus? yeah. Do I have an attack bonus? <laughs> yes, you have an attack bonus. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I mean, I uh, yeah, uh, I'll look for you. Oh boy, um, I got it. 
because I don't like it's very rare for Weg to just like swing a thing, you know. Yeah, well, it's plus have, five. It's a plus well, do you five have proficiency in this weapon because it's a shovel, right? Like, yes. So it's actually plus seven. Plus seven. Where where is that on my sheet? How do I? Well, you got you have a proficiency in martial weapons, and you got uh, a mace over here on the right. I'm just going to use your your mace. Oh, okay. Plus, plus okay. Seven. So uh, yeah, eight plus seven. That's fifteen. That's good enough. Okay. Roll some damage. Roll some beautiful bean damage. <laughs> Rolling some beautiful bean damage. So that is the mace damage first, and then we'll add the radiant damage afterwards? Yeah. Roll okay. it all at one time, though. Roll it all at one time. Okay. So for the mace, uh, we it's 1d6 plus 1. Where's my okay. d6? Here it is. That's 7 damage. Okay. And then for... Um, sorry, I closed... The holy weapon thing on accident. Mm-hmm. I think it's 2d8. I believe, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, 2d8. All right, so that is one and eight. Okay, so that's nine. You know what you're going to do? It's nine plus seven. You're going to double that bad boy, that nine. That's 18. What? It's a ghost. Damn. Yeah, it's a ghost. Oh, um, ra- Radiant does double against ghosts? I don't know. I'm saying it does. Cool. Uh, So you see, uh, I I think, yes, I think it does. But uh, you see Wegg do all these actions and then haul off like a baseball bat (laughs) and just smash this ghost and it explodes. Wow. (laughs) The spectral assassin disintegrates into into, uh, uh, energy, crackly energy. Um, And... uh, the uh, Ursine man stops mid mid run. He's been running now for like twenty solid minutes. <laughs> stops mid run and says immediately, "Parlay, parlay." <laughs> <laughs> you must stop. It's a it's a madman, <laughs> wet dirt boy. <laughs> That was so much more effective than Kylie. <laughs> you can kill us all. Well, I mean, Kylie uh, was very effective just in the exact opposite way. <laughs> yeah, well, I, basically all I did was slap Silverleaf on the back of the head so he dropped this dude. <laughs> yeah. Wegg um, is in complete shock. He has no idea how that happened. <laughs> like, uh, this is um, this was the first time that Wegg has ever cast a fifth level spell. Um, and uh, he is uh, both in like elated and terrified by what he's just done. Oh, still going really well. If you enjoyed listening to the show, you can go to twitter.com slash range touch to find out about all the other stuff we do. You can go to youtube.com slash range touch in order to see a bunch of video content that we put out. And you can go to patreon.com slash range touch in order to support the show. We would really appreciate you supporting the show. And if you don't mind, please hit the rating button. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or something like that, give us five stars. That would be swell. If you're listening to us on another platform that allows ratings, maybe give us a rating on there too. If you're listening to us not in any way like that, maybe tweet about it. Um, we've got another bunch of episodes um, queued up and ready to go. So I hope you're excited about that. And I'll see you in a week for the next one. Mm-hmm.